Hello friends, and welcome to Stories by Stein. My name is Jordan Stein, and as is the case every Wednesday and Sunday, I am here today to tell you one of the many stories that has been floating around in my brain. Our story today takes place in a not-so-far-off future and follows the path of a man named Eric. I hope that you enjoy. Eric's Birthday by Jordan Stein. The young, vibrant man smiled. It would be quite a simple thing for any passerby to notice his youth and vibrancy because he had done as much as one possibly could do to make it plain. His white, perfectly manicured, and perfectly proportionate teeth gleamed out from his perfectly tanned, wrinkle-free face. His buoyant, dark brown hair gently tucked behind his ears, toppled in perfect, lazy waves over itself. His muscles, firm and obvious, but not too defined to be seen as obscene, looked simply perfect beneath his perfectly fitted golfing attire. Perfect, perfect. Everything was perfect. Happy birthday, Eric! A man with teeth almost as perfect as Eric's own grinned over at him, slapping him on the back in a perfectly good-natured way. Great weather parameters we're having today, eh? Great, another man echoed, laughing boisterously and slapping his own hand against the other's back. Perfect, I would say. The three laughed together. They stared out over the lazily waving green feeling the soft breeze playfully rustling their clothing. Perfect, the other two echoed and sighed in contentment. Sam dropping by today? The first man asked, casually rearing back with his shining club, preparing to strike the patiently waiting tiny white ball. Nah, Eric replied, reaching into his front pocket to grasp his own golf ball. You know Sam, can never be bothered with golf. Women, the two replied in unison, shaking their heads sadly. The first then released his swing and sent the ball whizzing across the green. Eric watched with interest, and the scene zoomed toward him, carrying him along with the ball. Eric and the ball flew past giant flapping macaws that screeched at the sight of them. They spun through dense clouds, whose mist clung to them and made them sparkle. They zoomed past the greenskeeper, who waved good-naturedly over at them from where he floated on delicate, vibrating wings, tree trimmer in hand. The pair bounced across the grassy plain, then struck a well-placed moon rock and spun wildly in the opposite direction. Mistruck that hit a bit, didn't you, Red? Eric laughed, returning to his solid spot on the green with a slight wobble. I just can't get this new model. I think I'll head back to Old Reliable for the next swing. The club in Red's hand flickered, becoming nondescript before re-solidifying as a model just a bit less shiny. Eric bent to place his own golf ball on the tee, but as he did, words flashed before his eyes. Attention! Unscheduled downtime for system repairs and updates beginning in 15-minute time. Time frame unknown. Plan accordingly. Attention. Eric rubbed his eyes and the message faded. He turned to his friends and smiled apologetically. 
Sorry, fellas. Some unscheduled system downtown is about to start. I'm gonna head back in. I'll ring you when I'm back online and see if you're still in the mood to play. The men nodded and waved. We'll see you when you get back, Red intoned as Eric raised his left hand and swiped swiftly to the left. The world reshaped itself around Eric's form so swiftly that there was hardly a lag. Still, for not quite a second, he felt as if he were floating in an abyss. What if I get stuck here one day? He pondered for that less than a second. Would it really be so bad? In the beginning, it had happened to an unlucky few. The system had shorted out and they had been left alone, infinitely connected and disconnected, floating in the vacuum of code. If they had been retrieved, they had gone mad. If they could not be retrieved, who was to say? Eric's apartment was the newest model. His bare toes curled in the cloud-colored carpet, and he smiled around at the shelves filled with empty book sleeves, the curved ergonomic furniture, and the tall, lightly-tinted windows. The grandeur made him want to linger, but with a quick glance at the timestamp, he knew he needed to hurry. He shuffled down the familiar hallway toward the bathroom, and the door swung open before him. The in-ground tub called to him, and the sound of lapping waves and gently cawing seabirds gave him pause. He should have time for a bath, just a short one. It was his birthday, after all, and it would be so nice to be clean before jumping in his bed. His feet sank into the faux sand surrounding his tub as he started the tap. The room filled with the intoxicating fumes of lavender and sandalwood, floating around the space within multicolored clouds of vapor in the shape of minnows and swordfish and dolphins. He stepped into the perfectly temperate bath and then sank beneath the layer of bubbles. Ten minutes couldn't hurt. Who, who are you? Eric awoke to a quavering woman's voice. He sat up abruptly in an unfamiliar tub filled with lukewarm water. Me? Who are you? Eric retorted. He pulled a scratchy gray towel from the nearby rack to cover himself as he stood, water cascading off of him and onto the tiled floor. The woman before him was scrawny and gaunt, with deep, dark circles embedded under her eyes. Her hair presumably brown once, had only a trace of that color left and looked more like the bristles of an overused broom than any human hair he had ever seen. Her skin was so pale that he could see the veins in her arms and the muscles of her legs trembled where she stood, as if not used to the weight of her body. This is my home, Eric continued, hearing his voice crack in the echo of the bathroom. What are you doing here? I... The woman shook her head in confusion, taking a step away from him. But Eric was having none of that. I, I just needed to use the restroom, she began again, but Eric cut her off. In my home? Who the hell do you think you are? I'm calling the police. Wait, no, please. I, I think... The woman reached out to touch him, pleading, and Eric pushed her away. She fell backward and the back of her head cracked against the sink. 
He stared, not comprehending, as blood began to seep down the drain. The woman moaned something in pain. What? What did you say? Eric did not want to get any closer. How did this bathroom get so small? He slid past her with his back against the wall, nausea nodding his stomach into a hard, churning lump. Eric, the woman repeated, a tear rolling down one gaunt cheek. Eric, that's my name. How do you know my name? But the woman could not answer him, and he had no time for this. He should not be awake. He should not even be having this interaction. The server was down. He needed to go to bed. He did not have time for this. He needed to go to bed. He kept his eyes cast down away from the small mirror at the entrance to the bathroom, just as he always did, and hurried away from the scene to the safety of his small bedroom. Here, he paused to look at a cracked doorway right across the hall. Odd. Sam always kept her door closed during these outages. Ah, well. He would have to ask her about it once the server came back up. Eric turned his back to the cracked door and sank thankfully into the darkness of his own room. He felt sleep overtaking him even before his head hit the pillow. And only one question really bothered him as consciousness left. How did that decrepit old woman know his name? Hello again, listeners. I would like to thank you for listening to this episode of Stories by Stein. If you liked this episode, please be sure to show your support by sharing it with your friends. Stories by Stein airs with a new short story every Sunday and Wednesday, so be sure to check back often. You'll be hearing from me soon.